Entertainment Podcast, and I'm your host Nate, aka Crash, and you're back on with me, enjoying my journey as I take you through my week of uh, work, Uber, you know, thoughts, life, everything. Just another dude, regular cat, trying to do his thing. Not gonna show you, sell you short on some bullshit. Um, firing this up, guys. Get into this episode. Hope you guys are getting a good week. I just started off of course, it's the end of Monday, um, you know, rent's due coming up really quick, (laughs) be prepared, but no, for real, I want to jump into something real, real quick, it's important, um, I just literally, literally just ran into a, uh, how could I describe him, my man, his name, he said his name is Troy, I was just leaving, uh, my spot, coming home, and he was sitting on a couch on the curb, white couch, like a, one of the nicest couches you can see on a curb, <laughs> this is some LA shit, this is here in, uh, this was in Studio City, um, maybe I'm overdoing, but no, it was, it was like a nice white clean looking couch or whatever, and it's, this guy, uh, of course, you know, I just get in my car and I see, looks like, obviously, he's homeless, and he's drinking out of a water bottle or something, but I just thought, I only had one bucket, I had a dollar in my pocket, that's it, but I just thought, he needs, this guy, I need to give him my dollar, you know what I mean, like, it's burning a hole, I don't need it, per se, I mean, I need it, but, like, he needs it, you know, right, so, I said, well, I'll just get out, you know, I'll give it to him, no problem, he stops me, thanks me, and all that, but this dude has a pitch about how he could, he's like, hey, man, I have a currency exchange place in Hollywood, da-da-da-da-da, if you've got $500 at least, I'll make, I'll show you how to turn that into 10000 and you can do it all the time, or something like that, and I'm just like, huh, really? <laughs> I'm really listening, and he's like, yeah, man, and you're just like, well, you're homeless, so what, if you've got all this great information, you know, that's, these are what's going on in my head, now, I'm just sharing this, I don't know, I have no clue if he's, tr- if it's really true, but he was very convicted what he was saying, no matter what, and, uh, 
yeah, he was saying, I guess the place, he has a place there, but he's out there because of, they're fumigating or something, maybe it's true, maybe it's not, I just had to share this kind of situation, but the dude was mad convinced, if he is full of shit, which he very well could be, uh, he's, this guy, these are the people like that, that should, I mean, they're, that's an amazing salesman, let me tell you, like, that guy, if he's not, you know, obviously, he's, he's on some hard times, or something's going on in his life, whatever, you know what I'm saying, but a guy like that, that's not just some, you know, bullshit guy, or something, like, he, he, this guy fucking sold his ass off somewhere, like, not his ass, but I'm just saying, like, that, that comes off to me like that, like, this guy, not, he's not a dummy, but it was just really, like, one of these moments, so, I said, okay, man, he goes, I'll be here anytime, you, you know, I'll, I'll help you, you let me know, I'll just, all I ask for is 20%, da, 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 all right, sure, very fascinating, that's some LA shit right there, (laughs) that's not even, I don't even want to say that's some LA shit, that's some very unique shit, you know, um, so yeah, I just wanted to share that moment of what happened, wish I, uh, almost wish I would taped it, but nah, I ain't gonna do that, but he was just chilling, man, got himself a cool couch, couldn't be in a word, not a, couldn't be in a nicer area to be kind of, if he's, if he's, you know, well, he appears he is homeless, but you never know, some of these cats be, you'd be surprised, man, people be mad inventive, and we're in a weird time and place, man, I think, I think, I think there's, I think there's a lot of people out there, and I don't, I know it's not new, we've, people, you know, come across this, but there's a lot of cats that ain't homeless that are, like, quiet, rich, or maybe doing well, and they just do, they know the hustle, you know, they play on people, and maybe like him, maybe they do have something to offer, and they do actually, or, you know, do that as well, but, very cool, man, very, I love, I, you know, I don't know, I, I have a, some people will listen to this, or hear that, and just be like, oh, what a fucking piece of shit, or have a judgmental thing to say, and, I, hey, teach his own, you know, I'm not saying you're wrong either, but, I don't know, man, I, I appreciate, I appreciate the, uh, hustle of that person, you know, I appreciate the, there's a spirit there, you know what I mean, no matter what, even if it's, uh, even if he's kind of full of shit, or maybe really full of shit, but, um, I appreciate it, man, it's, it's cool, I had, that's, that, that's gonna be in my books, like, one of, you know, these experiences, now, let, hey, and if I come back and I tell you, hey, this shit was real, then that's gonna be really crazy, because I am gonna go do this homework that, <laughs> this little bit he told me, I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna go look this up real quick, see if there's something to this, but, I don't know, it just sounds pretty, like, that sounds way too easy, and that's always the case of, like, but then again, if he's convinced, he must have some kind of, like, he, he wasn't, like, uh, incoherent, he wasn't, um, speaking gibberish, I mean, he, he did sound like he know, like, he's somebody that knows something, you know what I mean, or at least he was able to fucking make it that way, 
so that's a con, it could be a con artist or whatever, but you know what, he had a, he had a, he has something going on, so I'll give it to him, a lot of these guys, a lot of people you run to, that may be homeless, and they probably, and that's the thing too, there's, there's people that are for real homeless, and they really, man, they're struggling, and they're just trying to get, they are really trying to get a few bucks, um, to make it through the fucking day, so I'm not shitting on any of that, I'm not trying to make light of it, um, but there's, you know, guys like this, and I, and I don't want to, I'm not shitting on them either, I, they, who knows what they're, like I said, who knows what they're going through, whatever, he might just be crazy, but sometimes, man, some of these people, they, they, they will really throw you off, you know, you'll just be like, wow, this guy kind of sounds like he's legit, so, anyways, just wanted to share a little bit of that, but, uh, yeah, just heading into the weekdays here, hold on for a second, I'm gonna be right back, all right, all right, back in, guys, just had to make my little pit, little pit stop, but, um, yeah, man, that's the craziest, uh, that's gotta be the most interesting, or, not, I don't know, crazy's like kind of a little bit, probably too much of a word, but interesting, I should say more interesting, different, you know, whatever, interaction with, like, I know, I know, yeah, I did not expect that, I did not expect that, at the least, it's one of those, like, it gets you thinking about some shit, just perspective, even in life, this guy was cool, though, like, he, he didn't have no, <laughs> he wasn't sitting there, like, all downtrodden about it, again, he could be a scammer, but if it was, it may be, or he's just, you know, maybe he is kind of crazy, but, uh, it was a more interesting one I've run into, now, let me tell you another instance that I'll always remember for, with a homeless person, um, well, somebody that said he was homeless, and, you know, again, like, some of these people, we don't know, 100%, either way, um, and I'm not the, always the most giving all the time to a homeless person, I mean, I will, I, a lot of times, I really don't have cash on me, I don't roll, really, with much any, at all, um, just because it's what I'm used to, you know, which, to a fault, probably, like most of us, but, um, and even if I do sometimes, I don't always, because, you know what, sadly, there are scammers, and I do look at people, you know, I try not to look at it that way, but you don't know, you know what I mean, but I've learned, or tried to more times, because my, some of my mom said, and it sticks with me, is, you know, um, even if they are, you know, the fact they're out there doing that, you don't know, like, something to that effect, you know what I mean, it made me, makes me think about it, I was like, yeah, that's true, like, you know, maybe they are, maybe they're not, but, like, if you're out there, like, what, what question do I really have, like, they need something, they need it more than you, you know, and what's, what's a couple bucks gonna hurt anyways, you know, so, I do try to do it when I can, of course, no problem, no problem with that, but, um, yeah, so, he, (laughs) oh, okay, so, so the other guy, the other guy I'm thinking of right now, there was this, 
instance, um, man, this is going back, this is like, yeah, this would be like 20 years ago or more, just, yeah, yeah, actually, a little more, like, 90, yeah, 21, yeah, it'd be like 21 years ago, back in 97, it was 97 for sure, so me and my buddy Kurt were in New York City, having a great time, his first time ever, I took him to New York, and, um, we're in the man, we're right in Manhattan, right in Midtown, we're, we went to a, uh, I think we were coming out of a TJF Fridays or something like that, I don't know if the same one's still there or whatever, and I swear to fucking God, like, like, really quick, like, literally walking out of a restaurant, and, you know what I mean, just literally walking out, and in no time at all, this, this homeless dude comes up, this dude goes, hey, what's the best nation, and I, I knew, I got him right away, I knew where he was going, I went, donation, like, and I already, me and Kurt already had some drinks, so we were getting our buzz on, but I was locked in, like, I was just like, donation, you know, and he went, ah, like, fuck, you know, (laughs) and it was so, the reason why I got it is because it was from a fucking movie, it was from, uh, this movie, um, with honors, that came out, like, right around, no, yeah, not long before that, like, really, like, within that time, it was, like, uh, yeah, nine, I don't know, like, it might have been a couple years old by that point, something like that, this movie with honors with Joe Pesci, one of his, uh, actually not one of his roles that get talked about at all, he was a homeless guy, he was, um, it's a, like, a coming-of-age story, it's like him, there's a few, Brent, uh, Brendan Fraser, um, the guy from, um, Grey's Anatomy, I can't think of his name at the moment, um, the girl, like, all these people are now, like, been named, named, like, kind of had names, then nobody else, I mean, none of them, like, became super big, or even bigger than Joe Pesci, but it, you know, Pesci's always remembered for Godfather, and, or, I'm sorry, Goodfellas, and Casino, him being, like, a, you know, the roles where he was, like, the, uh, mean gangstery guy, but this role, honestly, man, as much as the movie's like, in the movie's like, um, oh, Patrick Dempsey, that's who I'm thinking of, he's in it too, that's the guy that was Grey's Anatomy, um, so him and Brendan Fraser, those, those are like the two guys, really, you know, and then there's a couple other guys, was Sean Patrick, I can't remember the other guys, there was like a third guy, but anyways, and a girl too, I can't remember her name, but I'd say out of all of them, outside of Pesci, Brendan Fraser, and, well, Patrick Dempsey, too, he did really well with uh, Grey's Anatomy, but Brendan Fraser did really well, he did pretty good, but, um, am I getting it right, Brendan Fraser? I think I am, I'm trying to make sure, anyways, no fact checks right now, I'm just rolling off the top of the head, but, but you know what, it's an overlooked role for Pesci, now, the movie you know, it was a good coming to move, you know, coming of, uh, age, it's a, definitely, like, especially back then, this is, like, perfect for college, because it does, it takes place on a college campus with college kids, and he's the homeless dude, and, you know, it's got a feel-good way about it, kind of, um, but you know what, his character, Joe Pesci's character and everything, that was a real, like, he did a fucking great job, man, like, real heartfelt in certain moments, and, um, 
I don't know, man. It was a. I, I like that role for him. It was. It was different from anything he ever did, for the most part. You know what I mean? And had him looking different and everything. It to me that showed me. I really, um, I, I, not that I had a lot of, uh, things to say at that, you know, of course he was still in the midst of his career, but that was that movie where I was like, from that time on till today, like when I look, I go, man, like he showed, that showed range of like what he was able to do. Like Pesci's a real actor, you know what I mean? He wasn't just, um, oh, well he could play a tough guy and that's it. No, 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 no. He, cause it was a more vulnerable part that he played, and, uh, everything, but yeah, he, you know, but still also kind of pesky in his way, but, um, but no, it was, it was more vulnerable than anything he ever did, absolutely, great character, man, very good, and, uh, I recommend, yeah, if you haven't seen it, look up With Honors, it's a cool, it's a good movie, man, it's, um, I'd say it's, that's something to watch when it gets to the winter time, I mean, in the, you know, of course, if you're in a warm climate, it's not going to be the same, but, you know, there's, it's, it, it takes place kind of in that time, like Christmas, you know, like holidays, stuff like that, and, um, it's, it's, um, it'll make you think, man, it's, it's one of, it's kind of make you think, but it's also fun, and it's, you'll just kind of, you should kind of fall in love with the, the, the characters and the, and the, uh, story a bit, but, uh, it's a good movie, man, it really is, it's one of my, one of my movies I really like, and maybe it's just because of nostalgia or whatever, but, but, uh, anyways, I, it made me, this guy tonight made me think of that guy in New York City saying that line, which was so fucking funny, of course, this guy tonight was way more different than that, but, in terms of, like, throwing you off, you know, I'll still, uh, you know, even though I got it with Dude in New York, hey, I'll always, I'll always remember that moment, (laughs) I had to give it, but it was just like, damn, dude, you really fucking pulled that one out of here, (laughs) what, what's the greatest nation, donation, oh, I mean, it's like, he was just floored, like, this motherfucker, I was like, yep, you got the wrong dude tonight, (laughs) and it's a good one, that's a good, that's a simple little good thing to say, what's the, you know, because especially in America, it's America, right, U.S., you know, that's what happens in the movie, when he does that, um, yeah, it's a, it's a line, it's a real line, that's what's funny, so, yeah, God bless people, man, so, I needed that, I needed that night, man, I needed the break, um, I've been, as you've heard, I mean, I've just been working my guts out, um, I'm actually just about home here, so don't mind me, I'm gonna be probably walking up, well, I'm gonna pause briefly, but I'll be, uh, restarting here, um, yeah, it's just been, you know, a lot of work that I want, I like, you know, I don't mind working, it's fine, it's just, you know, as, as I've said, it's not, uh, what I was looking for, but, you know, this happens in life, right, all right, I'm pulling in, hold on, guys, because I'm gonna pause, and then, uh, I'll quickly be back on, you won't even notice anything, hold on, let's see, come on, okay, guys, back on, thank you, 
just here at home. Of course. Sorry, I'm just getting situated. Um, but yeah, that that was uh, yeah, that was interesting, man. You need just uh, ref- I don't know, man. It's like um, those are moments in people to me in life that uh, we need that to shake up that norm so to speak or monotony I feel we're all end up you know dealing with just you know just that same old shit but yeah that was interesting you know but I'm just um, I take no matter what I just take those moments of uh, things like that and try to I like to remember it or maybe it's not even I try to it just it happens and then uh, I get something out of it in the sense of um, I don't want to say it, it's not and it's not just specifically some homeless dude I'm talking about it these little moments we may get in life to run across a person, they say a little something, or, like, I've noticed it with Uber, and, and it's not just these, they're, they're, there's teachers in life, or certain people, and they may say something, and, um, I really hold dear those things, because they do end up sometimes helping me at some point in my life in little ways, you know, something somebody said, you'd be surprised, man, I mean, that's me, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, it was kind of cool, but, anyways, back to, back to what I was saying, like, with the movie With Honors, I was just thinking of it, um, it'll tie into it, but, uh, you guys, if you haven't, well, it is an older movie now, like I said, I'm thinking back, I think it's, I think it is my graduating year it came out, I'm gonna look it up, but, I just remembered that the title track was Madonna, I Remember, <laughs> as I say remembering, but yeah, I Remember was the, I remember, I can't sing it like her or any, dun, 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 dun. if you heard it, you'll know it, say goodbye, dun, 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 anyway, something like that. Now, I'm bringing her up because, um, well, if I've mentioned, I've mentioned before a little bit, but, you know, I didn't, I didn't work with her, but I worked with a producer-songwriter that did on her, um, Ray of Light album, and in the midst of, that I was working for him, we were trying to, um, he did attempt to get to work on one of her next albums at the time, but it didn't work out, so I was very close, I was kind of disappointed, you know, that would have been a pretty big dream to come true, because I've always, uh, yeah, you could say partially as a, you know, young guy, hold on, sorry, just cleaning something up here, that's some, like, jelly, I don't know what's on my stuff here on my desk, but I just noticed there was something sticky, 
Nothing gross, you crazy people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, of course, as a, you know, of course, as a young dude growing up in the 80s, um, watching MTV, uh, did I not, I, yeah, like any dude, I had a crush on Madonna, or I thought she was hot, or, but beyond that, no, I always, even, even though I didn't, like, own her albums, I mean, or maybe wouldn't want to be admitting it, I, I loved, I always loved a lot of her music, not everything, but I liked a lot of it, there were certain songs I really, like, was like, those are, and I might, you know, at the time I was maybe a little young on certain things to appreciate it that much, but as I grow older, I even like some of that stuff even more, and what I'm talking about is, like, songs like, um, um, what is it, La Isla Bonita, and, um, Who's That Girl, and Oh Father, and certain, these certain hits and songs, mid-80s, and late-80s, and all that, um, a lot of songs, though, there's other ones even than that, I appreciate, like, I guess she was that first, in terms of, um, pop songwriting for that, like, those were songs I definitely, like, learned about pop music from her, you know, or I was starting to, or be, I think she was that first one for me, outside of, I mean, of course, Michael Jackson, I was a huge Michael Jackson fan, um, pretty, like, for a young guy, and up to a certain point, you know, I was definitely, like, Thriller was, Thriller was everything to me, man, um, and I'll get into that, I'll, I'll go back into that, but, so I just wanted to get into this, but, um, the reason I'm bringing that up, tying it into that movie, I, um, you know, and everything else I'm just talking about, but, I follow one of her old producers who did a lot of those songs. Oh, I'm sorry, he was a composer and producer, songwriter, yeah. Similar like the guy I worked with. His name is Patrick Leonard. Look him up. He's still still around. He's not far from me where he lives. Not too, I mean, he's, you know, a little far, but not far at all. He's out this way at, these, at this point. But um, I didn't I knew, I knew of him, I knew of him for some years and all that, but I, you know, I just haven't thought of him recently, but then I was like, I saw his, some post of his, and then I got to like, oh yeah, let me look up some of, oh, you know, cause he's, something got me going, cause he, he's like, um, I don't know if it's him doing it just himself, or she's got something involved with it, but he's like, I want to feel like he's kind of redoing or doing instrumentals for the songs that he worked on her with, but like kind of doing them with new, you know, another take on them in a way or new different sounds. I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent, but anyways, I've, he, he's really a synth guy and like keyboard guy. I mean, he's a musician, but he loves that type of stuff. So on his Instagram, he puts up a lot of stuff with, with different modules he's got, and, like, he's, he's heavy, heavy into all that type of shit, so, I was just like, oh, yeah, so I just got to, like, just got to looking, um, 
and oh, because he did a did a thing for it, but he did Oh Father, which is a song from her, and I haven't heard it for a long time, and uh, so I looked up the video today this morning, and it's been now stuck in my head, you know, you know, not unfortunately, but in a way like God damn it, that's such a that's one of those songs that gets me. Um, I don't know what it is, because it, it's nothing to me that, like, her message was, that, oh, if you never heard Oh Father from Madonna, look it up, and seen the video, actually, it's very, it's like her first, I'd say, not even her, just her first, that's probably out of everything she's ever done in a, in a, in a, single, in terms of a music single, oh, maybe not the only one, but it is the most personal song of hers, almost, it's a very personal song, um, dealing with, I guess she dealt, you know, obviously, I think she's speaking on some abuse, perhaps, and that's, I mean, it's pretty obvious, it's got a sadness to it, but it's very pretty, it's one of those, and I'm a sucker for those pretty, kind of heartbreaking, but, you know, hopeful songs, or, I don't know, there's those songs that are just sad, but yet, I don't know, there's something beautiful about that, too, like, it's a, it's, and I, I just didn't think of it for, I haven't thought of it for a long time at all, I mean, just never, you know, and I just, I hadn't heard it for a little while, and so I played it, and so forth, and and it just made me think with that and the other, some of the other stuff that he worked on, I'm like, man, this guy, probably for me, that's, if there's, like, the songs or a person I could say, um, that I appreciate that she worked with, it's him, um, wow, like, he, he, some of her, some of my favorite songs from her is the stuff that he worked on, in a way, out of anything, honestly, and that would be, that's, 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 you know, and at the time, that song was, um, I mean, I was a kid, so it's like, you know, I definitely kind of got, I got it, I understand, I understand what she was trying to say and all that, but it was too deep, a little too deep, you know, and obviously it's not, it's, it's really like, I have to say she's, um, out of the big, big pop stars of the 80s, and we think of Madonna and the happy songs and all that, but I'd say even her up against Michael and Prince, because it was, to me, it's Madonna, Michael, and Prince, that's the 80s in a nutshell, like the super, superstars, those three right there, and two of them are gone, I can't, I, I wouldn't have foreseen that they would have been gone this soon, both of them, and even her, thank God she's not, um, I really, you know, and you never know when people are going to go, but I thought I would see them late in their years, you know, or at least 70s, maybe, you know what I mean, another 20 years or so, um, yeah, those, they just weren't guys I would have thought that would died so early, and I think a lot of us thought the same way, especially, and all of them, actually, have been, uh, they were relatively healthy people, they weren't the big drug abusers of that time, even though they were around it very much so, um, they were not, 
those people like, you know. Um, but anyways, I was going to say, so that, I'm just saying the, uh, I wanted to get back to this, the, that song in particular, and, uh, she's had a couple others too, but wow, like, I'd say out of the three, she, she hit, she, she hit some out of, you know, she did some fun party stuff and she's known for that, but she hit some topics like, or, or even just the way those, the, the emotional stuff, I think she hit more emotional than, than both Michael and Prince in some ways, you know, and, and more than people probably would like to realize or think about, you know, now she didn't, you know, maybe, well, she actually wrote, she wrote a lot of stuff lyrically, musically, no, but nevertheless, like, you can't put it past her, man. So I just want to give a big ups to Madonna, of course, in this talk, but Patrick Leonard, man, look that guy up, beautiful songwriter, and seems like a, a little bit I can get, seems like a really good guy, too, um, <clears throat> definitely into his craft, I mean, <laughs> you can't look at what he posts and all that and not get that from him, he's one of those, he's the last of those guys, like, there's, you know, the guy I worked with, and there's some other ones, but I mean, there's this day and age of songwriters, um, it, you know, like I said, rap and, and all that dominates music, and I, of course, you know, as I've said, I'm a hip-hop lover, um, and I think it's still an amazing culture and, and everything else, but, um, I think that, I think what made it even more interesting is that there was a opposite from it and in pop music and 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 some of these other you know the genres that exist when hip-hop grew you know there was something to um it's not a it's not about being against but like it had a contrast there now it's just it's so big and so just every day, it lost its, it's lost some of it, that magic, even though there's still magic there, it's just, we need other genres to exist as good, you know, and that's, and that's not hip-hop's fault, and it's not like, it's a, it's a business thing, it's a business thing, and it's the way things have become, so, but, um, I'm just sharing these thoughts, man, this is, this is my thing, because, you know, of course, you know, if you've heard me get into it, I, I, I really appreciate music, big time, and people that do it, and do it very well, I really do, um, but yeah, Patrick Leonard, these are guys, I mean, he's in his 60s, and the guys, the guy I worked with, Rick, I mean, he's pretty much up there too, I don't know exactly his age now, but he's probably not far off, and some other ones, and, uh, who is, what's her name, um, Diane Warren, um, so the big ones, like, these are the names of the 80s, the people you probably weren't aware of, but you heard their music or heard their songwriting, 
Diane Warren, huge. Rick Knowles, huge. That's who I worked with. Patrick Lennig, fuck yeah. Billy Steinberg worked with him, huge. Um, uh, uh, fuck. God damn it. What's his name? Desmond Child. Those ones right there. You could just, those are four. That's four from the 80s. There's even more than that. Um, the guy that worked with Michael, not Quincy, another guy on that thriller, he did a lot of the writing. He just passed recently, too. Fuck. Anyways, you get the drift. There's so, there was quite a few of these people that, that time. I'm not going to say a ton of them. There's probably about, maybe there's five more. There's probably about a good five more that really, like, those ten or twelve wrote a grip of the stuff from the 80s and maybe 90s and, you know, of course, some other later, but that period that you would relate them to, like, man, really good. This is the pop songwriters. This isn't, you know, this is the, the core of what has been since, you know, what people, like, before them, of course, like, there was some guys doing it in the 60s, and probably a little before, a little bit, you know, writers, you know, not the, the group people in the bands or the artists, but, you know, it was still people figuring out that shit, you know, Smokey Robinson, actually, huge writer, people don't know, I've even forgotten that sometimes, as much as he's an artist, he wrote tons for Motown, he is Motown, my friend reminded me, when I thought about it, and we talked, I was like, you're fucking right, that is Smokey Robinson, bad motherfucker, man, so, it's, we can't take it for granted, like, these motherfuckers, um, really put their heart and soul into the shit, you know, and it may, it may just, like, pass us by, and these are, like, cute songs, or, you know, whatever you think about it, but, it means deep, it's deeper to these people, man, um, because these are, subtext-wise, these are based off some of their experiences, or feelings, or maybe some friends, you know, maybe they didn't go through this thing, or that thing, but, you know, and not all of it's deep like that, I'm just saying, like, we should appreciate those people, we don't get to or acknowledge it, it's just because, you know, the artists get the shine, and they should, but, um, this is a lot, this is more of a lost art, you know, the writer, the appreciation for a writer, or the knowledge of one, you know, coming up, I, um, you know, I, 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 I'm part of that generation, we, you know, I, did my digging on records, so to speak, but I wasn't a DJ, but I, that's how I learned a lot of stuff, I wanted to read, who did this, who did that, I don't care if I didn't know them, but I was just learning what these things were, an engineer, what's this mean, you know, who are these people, how does this work, you know, to make a record, what are, what, what's going on, it made me get that turning, and then, of course, I get involved, and I see the whole fucking thing, and I know what's up, you know, <laughs> or at least a version of it, because let me tell you, in music making, especially more than movie, movie making, and TV making, 
they do have a structure. They're creative, but there's a structure. There's a structure in music. Music's more emotional. The core of music is emotional. Period. And the structure isn't always... It's definitely not always the same. There is, like, patterns that people do or certain things, but I think music's the most... um, I think it's very open and, and, and unpredictable than anything else in that creative sense. Um, it's, 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 that's why it's, it's got a magic to it. Yeah, it's, it, to me, it's, it is, it's more, it is more, it allows it, that's why. Because you can't, let's put it this way you can't have a crew and actors and everybody else and all that on set. Hmm. How do I want to put this? Like you can't do all that and have them like kind of fucked up (laughs) and you could see it. Right. Um, they look movies and music can share something, but like you can't have them in that state, and get the best out of them, music, you could get the best out of, like, you could get the best out of an artist that, that, that's not at their best, meaning, like, they're, you know, they could be strung out somewhat, or really, not somewhat, but, like, for real, (laughs) and, um, you can get their art in these dark places that you wouldn't, get in almost any other medium because visually this, or, you know, in terms of, let's say, I mean, maybe there's arguments on this, I'm just saying my thing, but, like, you're a painter, you gotta be able to do, I don't know, like, I know there's, like, painters there, it's not that there hasn't been painters on drugs or other things and done beautiful art, I don't know the history like that, I'm sure there are, but I think music's more, it's just the most unique, like, people can really be themselves, but we're in a place, like, with music that, and it's not brand new, this is, this has happened over the years in different points, but, um, like, people don't want to be themselves, like, really be themselves, it's, um, it's about being a facade, being, like, we're selling a dream, we're selling, we've been, you know, music's been selling a dream for years, now, I say that because, think about it, hold on, you're gonna walk with me here, guys, think about it, like, what was the dream they were selling in the 60s, or, you know, just think about the dream, whatever that is, but what I'm saying is, there was times like that, the dreams were more, um, people-oriented, like, 60s to me, off the top, when I say the 60s, I think of, like, the doors and all that, and I think the 60s, if you want to say artists, what were they selling, 
Well, they were selling freedom. They were selling. Um, they were selling revolution. They were selling <clears throat> freedom of speech. You know, that true sense of the '60s was about getting away from what the '50s was, which the '50s were. Um, mom, you know, very homogenic, very generic. Doesn't mean it wasn't. It, it was. I think, and the thing is, I think a lot of people from that might have been the Revolution '60s type. I don't think they hated the '50s. It's just that that's what it became the antithesis again, it, because of how different it was at a certain point. Because there's a part of the '60s, the early part, it looks like the '50s. Let's face it. I in the in the living of it, it was probably different. But when it gets into the late '60s, there's a very much of a we're seeing a lot of difference going on. We're seeing a... But there's a lot of elements of reason why that's happening. Very simple. But I'm saying that because you could say, when you talk about music and you ask and say that what I said about it, like, that's what you say. Now, what's music about now? 2018. Music is about selling records. It's about getting likes. It's about... Um, you know, being the coolest, and that's not brand new, that started, I would say, it kind of started in the 80s more, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, like, this is, to me, even though it's different, I feel like this era, and for some time now, has constantly just been, like, repeating kind of what there was a, that was the 80s, and I'm saying this in the sense of, like, the business looked at, like, I don't know, I don't think artists were trying to look and do the 80s, like, me, 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 it was just, they were living it, maybe they they're, they're, were putting that in their music, because that's kind of how they were living, but it wasn't like, that's what we promote, and I'm not shitting on all that all the way, like, I grew up with 80s, 90s music, pretty much, in terms of, like, my core influence, if I was an artist, and I, you know, I have that in me, <laughs> you could check out some of the stuff I did as a young man, I, I haven't done anything for a while, but you, I would be, I couldn't say I wasn't influenced by that timeline, it would be, you would listen to what I, you could listen to what I did, and there's no way you could be like, oh, that's the 70s, or whatever, you could hear like, oh, it's, it's, to me, there's some, what I've put up, it's pretty much more 80s, my opinion, but, that's what it is, but, uh, but yeah, this, this, there's been a, I think the thing is, is there's a, and it's not new, it's like, there's this constant wrestling match between artist and the record company image uh, message, money, you know, like look, the record company looks at an artist even if they're being kind but still they look at an artist you're a product, you're out here to make money for us so, I'm if you're an artist listening to me don't be offended you can be offended, you can do whatever the fuck you want, but, that's the real fucking deal, 
they are looking at you point blank like that. Whether the people you're dealing with are, that's not the story. But behind those people is, you better believe it's that, okay? And you don't have to be so like, oh my god, I'm hurt. Da, da, da. Look, what you should react or realize out of that is two things, basically. You can go, okay, well, you obviously, let's say in, in the instance of uh, artists like YG, who I have met and I know somewhat. Well, he's on Def Jam. Well, let me tell you something. Def Jam, do you think they're like, it sounds like, Def Jam is a rap label, you would think. That's the rap fucking label of all time. They've had all the best on Def Jam, and still obviously own, and, and well, I don't know how much they own, because Universal really owns Def Jam at this point, but point is, the greatest records in many, many ways, and there's other great records that are not on Def Jam, but a core of the great, great records were from Def Jam, and it's one of the coolest labels on a record ever, whether it's rap or otherwise. That's a fucking cool-ass, you know, the, the fucking SP-12 arm and Def Jam and it's fucking, it just looks so fucking cool, so I'm giving it all that, now, YG, he was the first West Coast rap artist, or artist, period, signed to Def Jam since Warren G, back in 92, I think it was, for Warren G, Warren G, because of that, he actually saved Def Jam. Now, it was maybe a little later, 93, 94, whatever. Anyways, you get the drift. Because Def Jam does that back then, they save, they actually do save the label, because the reason I say that is rap music and listeners and, like, difference and change of, like, loving it, 91 was... Let me tell you, 91 was like Public Enemy, Can't Touch This, you know, shit like, just doing, you know, those kind of beats. 92, when you had fucking, because let me tell you, I grew up in Pittsburgh. And the thing about Pittsburgh, it's not New York and it's not LA. I was like in between this shit. But we're like the fucking referee there. And I'm not bullshitting you. I'm not the only one fucking talking here, let me tell you, if I could have them in the room, there was neighborhoods, white dudes, black, whatever, hip-hop motherfuckers, everybody from my generation was about some goddamn hip-hop, and if you weren't, you became about some hip-hop a little bit, or you had to, you just had no fucking choice, you had to. I mean, there were some holdouts, there were some holdouts, like, I'm telling I had an experience of some defined, divisive, division, musical times, I witnessed the times that people couldn't cross genres in life, like, if I 
it's so weird to say now, but the people could co-sign on this. This isn't fucking like weird and abstract. This is a specific thing, but this is what was going down. But it's not crazy because how can't people from different, you know, things not be like arguing? If you were such a rock metal purist, you know, Judas Priest and all these guys, you know, and I'm saying this because to me it came more from that angle, like the rock dudes did this, some of them, some of them. Now, later and even amidst hip-hop motherfuckers did that too. Like, I saw how this could work both ways, so. But they would just not have nothing to do with it. They would just, like, shit on you. They want to fucking, like, you know, that ain't music, and, you know. There wasn't a lot of that, though. I don't want to get it twisted. Like, I'd say it's just it was a really more what I experienced. It was, like, everybody just try to, like, have their respected scenes, and nobody was, like, I don't there wasn't, like, over the, of course, we didn't have social media, so that would have brought that dynamic, I think, people would have been more, like, talking shit, feeling free to talk shit, because we had to deal with each other in person, in real life, and we went to school, we weren't, nobody was, like, trying to, like, battle like that, like, oh, you know, it was just a thing of, like, you knew, well, everybody was in their makeup, I should say, or outfit, so, like, if you were hip-hop, if you were rapper, or into that, you had that look, so you wore this, you had that, you had a box, you had, you know, for instance, and I'm a white dude, if you didn't know, (laughs) but I went to the fucking me, not just I, like, oh, I did this, but a whole bunch of us, we went to the best black barbershop there was, in my, in my eyes, because I didn't know any other black barbershop code, so this is the best ever, it's called Fredericks, and let me tell you, fucking Fredericks, if this shit was, uh, happening today, this scene, the way I'm describing it, if this shit was, like, some hipster type level shit, like, oh my god, black haircuts on white dudes, and they're doing, you know, not even that, just, like, black barbershop, oh shit, let me say, if Fredericks was in existence brand new with that height, with that height, like, think of the best barbershop type places you know now, motherfucking haircuts would have been minimum $40, $50. Back then, I don't even, it was like 10 20 I think 30 40 was when you were like, oh, you doing $40, goddamn, like, that was like that dude showing out and I'll tell you what it was, I remember, if I remember correctly, I don't, I, I, I'm not, I think the 10, I don't think I'm off, I think my numbers are pretty good, I remember, if I remember correctly, I should say, I'm documenting shit right now, I'm documenting shit, guys, this is history right here, I'm serious, I'm not being, like, extra, I'm serious, I'm, part of fucking history in time, when I first saw a fucking $40 haircut, or maybe thought it was $40, that was maybe with a tip, I don't know, I'm just saying, that range, when I thought it was that, I don't know if that was the transaction, I didn't see receipts, I'm just saying, I don't know, 
I know a guy. I know a guy in school, and I'll say his name is John. Now, what's his name? I'm not saying it was the first one, but this was the one of the casts. So the first shit that was like in that range, you had a fade, you got a fade, you got your edge, you know, you got a fucking, you know, your little flat top or whatever you're doing on your fucking head. This is white dude, so it's going to be different. You know, brothers, it's going to be very specific. That's it. White dude, it could be some whatever. But no, they didn't have any of us looking crazy leaving that place. Let me tell you, you went to Frederick's, you came out looking sharp. And what fucked it up for everybody is once the girls was into all that, you had to cut shape. Motherfuckers that had longer hair and shit, they had to like, I gotta give in. I can't fuck with this. <laughs> or they had to at least try to, you know, that's, it wasn't, and this wasn't like just from black, I mean, it was every, across the board, clear cut, short hair one. That's just what I'm saying. So, Anyways, it's a month, man, it's a Monday, I'm on a Monday night, tore up, talking shit, so, um, <laughs> the first shit I saw that I, I think was $40, and I'm pretty fucking certain, so they had their shit, we had the fucking fade, you get the lines, you get maybe some of these letters, like, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna tell you, I don't have, I don't have fucking visual proof of this shit, and it pisses me the fuck off that I don't, and if somebody in my fucking area out there somewhere has pictures, please submit them, I had a few things on my head, I had third base written in the back of my head, not as good as fucking MC Search did, but it was cool, I had fucking don't fade me with Ice Cube, but I, had a cat in my school go, oh, is that don't me fade, like, the way dude did it, they read it, I don't know, it just was too many words, I think, or this guy just, whatever, so there's some funny stories I have about that, but I had some shit in my head, okay, I had, I think it was, oh, EPMD, I had, that was like one of my best ones, EPMD in the back of my head, I had great fades, all that shit, I had a Nike flight suit, red and black, like Jordan, with the mesh, ridiculous, so, I lived all that shit, but yeah, that's, that's just what I want to say, so like, cats now, it's, it, this, this shit is so much different, you know, that was, um, it, I don't, know, I don't want to say it's way different, it's just that it's like, I think the technology's a difference, um, obviously, like, people, how they act and reactions are going to be different, so, experiences, but it's, I don't know, I don't, I don't even think that all the way that's different, I just think the, the way we portray things seem that way, and that's what we want to do, because eras need to separate from each other, like, you know, I didn't want to be my parents' era, I love shit, my parents, my mom, because my dad passed when I was really young, like, baby young, but my mom, and my sister, because my sister's 10 years older, but it was uh, a lot of Led Zeppelin, a lot of ACDC, a lot of Beatles, you know, I mean, there was some fun fucking music in my house, it wasn't... (laughs) like, oh my god, it wasn't like, I don't have an experience like that, even with them in mind, 
of uh, Bory. But once I heard hip hop, I was just that perfect. I was a perfect age for this type of thing to happen. Because um, I heard hip hop, and that was like, oh, that's my music. Like, I was always like, oh, I like all that. Like, I like rock. And I still continued, even as I was into hip hop, I still liked other music. You know, as many of us did. That's the thing. That's missing. That feels like that's missing a lot today. I, I don't know 100%. I know that. I know many, like, a few young people that they do fuck with other shit. They have exposed, like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. So I know that that's not like, oh, necessarily all the way through, but I just feel like it's more, so maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right, I don't know, but back then, it, of course, naturally, it's different, we only had so much, so, I don't take it personal, there's some people, though, it's just like, no, I just like this, and that was it, you know, but a lot of people, I realized, it was just not cool to say, and it was weird, because everybody felt like, I don't know, there was, it wasn't on purpose, it's just, I think it was, really, it was just a progression, it was natural, it wasn't, um, to be a dick, like, rockers came from rockers in my era, so, like, you came from a rocker family, maybe, or you really just jumped to rock music, and that was it, you know, hip-hop was, (coughs) in Pittsburgh, this is the (coughs) mid-80s, they're already late to stuff, that was way more underground feeling. However, by the time I was in technically middle school or junior high, eighth, ninth, tenth, like or beyond, but that core time, um, ninety to ninety-two, whatever that is, like that's when I was part of Vanilla Ice, MC Hammer and the real shit, you know, and they weren't not real, it's just that I'm saying that in the ten, that, that the way we know it, you know what I mean, but they created the pop version of hip-hop and were, like, showed, it's so crazy, because when you look back, when you look at MC uh, Hammer and you look at Vanilla Ice, um, so let's say, so Vanilla, we know it's, like, Ice Ice Baby, that's his biggest hit, pure, as far as, like, a pure, his hit song, that's it, <coughs> excuse me, damn, hold on, okay, <coughs> I'm just checking out the podcast, um, uh, Vanilla Ice, wait, I just said Vanilla Ice, okay, MC Hammer, so Ice Ice Baby was the big hit, which really eclipses fucking Hammer in a lot of ways, Hammer was the first, though, Hammer, and this, this is like, they're all happening, so they, he, Hammer had a lot of hits, Vanilla had like one, really, I mean, for real, he, for real, had the one, one hit, and that was mega, Hammer, too legit to quit, but he starts with, uh, the first one that I know of, I don't know about overall, but I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure I'm not far off, but it was, uh, hold on, uh, fuck, um, let's get it started, hold on, hold on guys, I'm sorry, I I should know this,
hold on. Let's see what's going on here. Okay, well, sorry. So this wasn't the one, the first one. But the hit for Hammer was, you can't touch this. So both Vanilla Ice and MC Hammer used 70s artist songs. Now, Hammer was, a, he actually took that one from an 80s artist, actually. But Vanilla Ice's was Queen. Which, MC, uh, Vanilla Ice owns a piece of that shit now, or a large piece of Queen, the original. It's crazy. So, MC Hammer, you can't touch this, that's Rick James. <clears throat> you should figure it out, whatever. So, that's his... That's his biggest. Too legit to quick. I think that's the next. Have you seen her? Was huge. Pray. <coughs> Pray was huge. Let's turn this mother out. That's okay. Here we go. If you haven't heard this one, this was my introduction to MC Hammer, and I'm gonna play it off YouTube real quick, guys. Oh fuck! Got some fucking douchebag. Hold on. Me, the concept of a bridge. Hold on. Has maybe millions. Some guy talking. It's gonna be me next week. I'm gonna be doing my ad doing that shit. Alright, here we go. This is Turn This Mother Out. It's a video. So they got the whole thing like hammers drinking a little whiskey with some fucking club soda. Talking shit. We are in hard in LA. We are in hard in Oakland. So, it's a very, I know now it sounds like hokey-ish, you know, it doesn't, I think Ice Ice Baby stands up much better, but this isn't, it's just the sound too of this particular uh, file, it could be a better sonic uh, version of this, I'm sure, but it's fucking brilliant, guys, please, please, as much you might be like, damn, Nate, you're overselling it, like, come on, no, please, check out some MC Hammer, look up this mother, you know, turn this mother out, look up the video, because itself, this is fucking, um, it's fucking Americana to the fullest, because, like, 
he's doing all that, but he's, like, representing the fucking 20s in here, like, he's doing the third, like, he, the, the, like, the, what they're wearing, and the, the place they're doing this, like, no hip-hop video did this, I don't think ever, this is his first fucking video, I don't, I mean, there might be something out there, but he fucking, whether he meant to do it fully, and it's not, like, spot on the 20s all the way through, or whatever era, but, like, he did this, like, throwback, and visually, like, the sound, and even, like, like, there was none that sound like that before, but, like, but, like, his dance, everything, like, and what he's wearing, like, this shit is fucking live, dude, check this out. I don't know what the fuck he said, <laughs> most of the way, I know some of what he said, but you feel me, the energy, I mean, it's just, but you gotta watch this, you gotta see the video, it's, it's, um, it's unique, and, uh, they should have, they, I don't know if they do, it doesn't look like it, but they should have an HD version from the actual original, like, it, it pisses me off, man, as, um, not just for hip-hop, but for music fans, there's videos out there, that I've seen fans upload, and that's fucking awesome, I've done it too, but it's so sad that the industry, they, that, that should tell you right there, you should realize right there, that's how much they care about artists in the industry, especially back in the day, all these fucking amazing art, you'd be surprised, and I had learned of this early when I was working in the business, <clears throat> they didn't save, they didn't save the videos, they thought it was a joke, they didn't know, I mean, they didn't know what the future was, but at least film had some thing about, like, oh, we gotta keep this, you know what I'm saying, there, there, there was things that happened, there's mishaps, there's things that happened with certain films, we, that, that's not a, you know, that it didn't happen, but, um, music, it sounds like to me, they just were like, real quick, like, well, if it wasn't, like, some real, like, shit to them, they were just like, well, you know, if they didn't spend probably a certain amount or whatever, they're just like, man, you can lose that shit, it don't matter, you know, and thank God they look like, well, I'm gonna look at this one, let's see, I'm gonna see who's got the best one up, there's quite a few people that put shit up, let's see who's got this one, I don't know if it's you, but my YouTube, well, maybe it's just at home, it's not about, if you're on mobile, it's gonna be the same, but at home, my YouTube, the videos, the screen is coming out bigger. Is that a, is that a thing you guys are doing with? I don't know. Okay, let's see. That's pretty good quality.
yeah, this one's way better. You could hear probably sonically, like, that shit's really bumping. It's very, you know, it's still from tape. It was on tape, obviously, but... I mean, that's the sounds. That's what it was. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, but the video, too, is good quality, everything. This is, uh, you could look them up. DJ Zori Gold Hits. That's Z-S-O-R-I. But, yeah, you'll find it. It doesn't have a ton of views either, but this is, uh, this is good. That's a good quality one right there. Let me see. Anyways, but, yeah, you guys get the point. I know I'm going off way out there, but, you know, this is the shit I grew up with, like, between that, oh, well, we'll play Vanilla Ice, we're talking about holding up, here we go, uh, fuck, okay, let's find out, yeah, watch, oh yeah, of course it's on Vivo, his shit's gonna be beautiful, watch. The Hyundai. They probably saved the shit. Yeah, Psh, the views on this. Ridiculous, guys. This shit's like Smith Smoke. This'll be in the Smithsonian. That's the way they do shit. That's, you know. Anyways. Hammer, sorry, they did you wrong on that. <laughs> At least what I'm coming up with on the quick part, but something's fucked up. This has. This is Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. On his fucking Vivo. Good. Should be. I mean, I'm not shitting on you, Ice. Okay? 243 million... Seven, I mean, it's going to be 244. 244 million views. There we go. Let me watch this. Shit. Yep. Sorry, the girl in the beginning of this video makes me think of uh, Trina, which wouldn't be ridiculous because this is Miami. But I'm gonna say right off the bat, the thing that Ice wins off his shit, it's it's he didn't. <laughs> as much as it's um, you know, of course, he's gotten the white boy thing and all that, but like this shit was. <laughs> Guys, look up the history of Ice Ice Baby and everything. He came up from nothing, too. Um, and it was a, a, a independent... I mean, like, there was nothing big about... He wasn't put on by a major... And, you know, this was all independent. And let me tell you, man... Motherfuckers quickly got on. But the thing where he won, too, there's something real quick I'm recognizing. The fact that there was neon colors involved in that very time, that definitely set it off, it was different, nobody had that, not the way he did it, this was, this was dope, and a black dude with a mullet, and a black dude with a mullet, one of his dancers, you got a black dude, if you had a black dude with a mullet in your video, that was like, 
There's a lot going on in this fucking video. Okay. At exactly... That's fucking crazy. At 24 seconds, there is a black woman, black girl. She's a black woman. This isn't a girl at the time. She's probably very young. And if that ain't motherfucking Trina, then I'm terrible at naming black people. I mean, I gotta look in the comments. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta look in the comments. Somebody should have listed this because it's just not. It's not like that fast. It's fast, but it's like if you know hip hop or some faces, you're gonna be like, wait a second. Hold on. I'm trying to look at the comments see if somebody else recognizes. I saw these young motherfuckers, I think. Uh, anyways. Alright, I ain't gonna find I'm not gonna go through all that. <clears throat> but yeah, the first 24 seconds, man, if that's not Trina, man, I mean, she had a girl... There's a girl in fucking Miami we need to fucking get in touch with. I'm not gonna front. Look, man. I wasn't, uh, this wasn't the first thing that got me on a hip hop. So I have that. I was a Run DMC dude. <clears throat> and, and, and a lot of other shit. And then this came out. And, you know, in school, and everybody's like, oh, you know, fan shit. Yo, I loved, I'm not gonna lie. I fucking was into Vanilla Ice for a good year at least. Like the album, not just this. I was like, oh shit. That, it was 1990, pretty much, yeah, that year. I was sold, but I wasn't just into him, there was other shit. Faith No More, Living Color. I mean, I was actually, I was actually more of a rock dude for that time. There was a time from 87 to 90, 91. I was actually much more like rock, like Def Leppard. I was playing my drums. I wasn't. <clears throat> I wasn't just trying to be. There wasn't that at the time. Like hip hop and rap, you were so new. Like now, it looks like oh, that was just always cool. Everybody was cool with it. No, 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 no. Hold on. Sorry, guys. Slow mango, little Arizona mucho mango. Um. No, it wasn't. It wasn't super cool. Especially for anybody. But as a white dude, it wasn't like, oh, that's going to do everything for me in life. Or, But I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Once there was a point, at least with me, like I did see like, oh, girls like this shit too. Because it was, dan- you know, it was, it was our dance music in a way. Like that's what girls started getting attracted to. But once I realized they liked the style, it was more that there was a time that girls liked hip hop. They weren't like way into it like the dudes were, 
Because it wasn't girl friendly, so to speak. The rap, like, if you really <laughs> be honest, it wasn't. At least a lot of it, or or some of it, not all the way. I don't know, man. It, I'm saying in terms of like what people knew the, the the singles, you know, the shit that blew up. It was a dude music in a way, but the styles that dudes were rocking and the way everybody started dressing. Even if you weren't hip hop, but you were just trying to, you know, people didn't even know they were dressing accordingly. But girls. I watched the girls, and the girls started digging that over rock. And so when that happened, I was like, shh, it's over. You know, it was crazy. But this shit, yeah, this shit was like, it was, it blew the fuck up. And then all of a sudden, everybody wanted to act like, oh, we didn't like that shit. That wasn't cool. It was real fucking weird, man. It was funny. But anyways, let me play a little bit more. Now that the party is jumping With the bass kicked in and the thing is a bumping Quick to the point, to the point, no faking Cooking them seeds like a pound of bacon Burning them, being quick and nimble I go crazy when I hear a cymbal and a hot hat With a souped up tempo I'm on a roll, it's time to go solo I mean, look, listen to the whole lyrics. You could not like the song, you could just think it's some cheesy shit. He's a goofball, blah, 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 blah. But listen to the lyrics. What is he saying really bad? <laughs> He's saying some fucking, like, regular hanging out type shit. People lost in translation. He was into the fucking culture. He just happened to be white. He wasn't a bad dude, you know what I'm saying? And nobody was saying, like, oh, he was this, but it's just he, he became this poster boy via my favorite group, too, third base. You know, they dissed the shit out of him, but they did hammer in him. You know, they did this whole, which, you know, honestly, now, it, it, it they were funny. They made it, the thing about third base and dissing or even other songs they did, there was this humor they did, they brought to it, and you can't be mad at that, like, they did such a good job in this angle, and they expressed themselves well, and they were fucking amazing, but it's, it's kind of sad, because, like, both those groups and song or, like, not groups, but MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice and those two songs, those aren't, they're probably, I get it, and, like, you can get what, what, what could have happened, but it's like, those aren't bad, man, and they weren't bad people, you know, so, but that's what they, that's how it goes, man, but they just had such mega, they were just victims of that time, you know, but it's weird, because here, like, you know, Run DMC had a big hit with Walk This Way, and nobody, or here, let me play this one, this, this is Run DMC, It's Tricky, 52 million views, (laughs) 52 million views. It, it probably could be even more if this would have been around earlier. It's one of those things, right? When I see that, I'm like, 
that's huge, but you know what? If they would have had this out like 20 years even, oh my god. You lose again. So you guys get it. So anyways, yeah, that's what was going on. But I just wanted to point that out. But yeah, it was it was that time, man. Um, but I'll be back on. So just wait.